This is Lydia Reports on 77 WABC. Here's Lydia Serrani. It was only a few days ago, if you guys remember, that the Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg announced that his office was going to crack down on serial shoplifters. Do you remember that? He released some sort of five-point memo. Absolutely. Yes, okay. clearly. Well, absolutely. All right. All right. Well, the, he said those who were repeat offenders would finally have to face consequences, blah, blah, blah. Well, mm-hmm. just as predicted, this guy named Lorenzo McLucas, a guy with 122 arrests under his belt, 50 of them just this year alone, keep in mind we're just in June, was arrested again for shoplifting yesterday. He had a crack pipe on him, and guess what happened? He was let go with a desk disappearance no ticket. Yeah, he was let go. And Bragg's office was contacted, and it said, he, his office person said, they would have held him, but the bail reform doesn't allow it. So just as we predicted, that memo was crap. This is because it's the bail reform. They can't hold him because it's just a misdemeanor. This guy's already missed 20 appearances in court. He clearly has some issues. Can somebody explain to me why just cutting these people loose? I know we're talking about a culture of lawlessness and we deserve not to have people shoplifting and cursing and doing drugs and defecating in the streets, blah, blah, blah. But even from a humanitarian perspective, how is just cutting these people who clearly have major issues, just throwing them back on the streets is actually helping them? I mean, this is just horrible. But again, Bragg's yeah. office, all talk, no action, just to appease the business leaders and stuff like that, because he can't. It, it, and meanwhile, he supports the, the, the freaking bail reform. He is uh, pro criminal. That's what he is. He's he's he, he's against the average New Yorkers. He's for the criminal. He sees them as victims of, who knows, he's trying to rationalize, they grew up in poverty, who knows what the hell his mindset is, who cares? Fire his ass. Uh, let's get this uh, Republican, whoever it's going to be, let's get him elected and let's fire this uh, Alvin Bragg, this, this uh, enemy of the people is what he is. He's a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a danger to society, Alvin Bragg. And so is, by the way, Darcel Clark. And the the guy in uh, Brooklyn, I think his name is Gonzalez. I don't, I forget what his name is. But these these woke uh, uh, district attorneys who should be legal aid lawyers is essentially what they are. And uh, you know, backed by George Soros, I think. How much money did uh, Soros give uh, to Bragg? I believe it was like a million bucks or something like that. Yeah. Which goes yeah. a long way in a, in a, in, a, in you know in a race like that because. A very few people vote uh, for the district attorney. That no, nobody cares about it. I mean, they should witness what's happening. They should, but they don't. And so it's another Soros-backed DA, Soros with blood on his hands, Bragg with blood on his hands. And, yes, let's get the Republican elected and one-party rule in this state at the very least. Uh, maybe they can't do a lot, but they can fire the district attorney, Alvin Bragg. Let's do it. But Bragg, uh, to his defense, I can't believe I'm defending Bragg. It's the bail reform. But then why not if you're saying, well, I, I would like to keep this guy behind bars. or, But I don't understand why couldn't they just put him t- into a mental health facility or remand him for a mental health evaluation. But anyway, Bragg is saying, I can't keep this guy behind bars because of the bail reform. So if that's the problem, then come out against the bail reform. And we know well, that and, the bail and, reform— and by the way, yes. Call, call out the people who are, uh, are, are supporting the bail reform or preventing a vote for, from even happening up in the legislature, and that is, of course, Heasty and uh, Stewart Cousins. And we call know that bail reform, 
bail reform isn't the only cause for what's going on in New York City. I mean, it's it's a huge plethora of problems, but it's the foundation of it that we're seeing the same people commit the same crimes in the same neighborhoods, promoting this sense of lawlessness. And we're talking about these, uh, you know, we, the major crimes, like the people getting slashed and stabbed and killed on the subways, those get the major headlines. But what really affects New Yorkers, most New Yorkers on a day-to-day basis, the regular people, are those quality of life crimes. I mean, I, I know of people that live in the Bronx and they have homeless people living in their lobby, defecating, urinating. They're calling the police. The police are like, we can't do anything about it. You know, they're exposing themselves, the graffiti, the garbage, everything. And that just contributes to this kind of mentality that people just don't care. And if you don't care or take any kind of pride in your neighborhood, then you are going to go out and commit more crimes and you're not going to be, you know, you're not going to have respect for life or for other people. So I do think that we do have to tackle those societal issues as well. In addition, of course, to the major crimes, but you know, a guy like this, he's got 50 arrests in just this year alone, 122. He's got crack pipes. How could they just not even remand him, at least for a mental health evaluation? I don't understand. There's got to be a way. I mean, they're not really trying. I don't I don't believe they are. And a guy like this, by by the way, 50 arrests or whatever it is, he's beyond help. He is he's way beyond help. In my opinion, he he deserves the death penalty is what he deserves. Get him <laughs> off. Get, I'm, just, I'm dead serious. Oh, my God. Oh, get, my God. Don't let's, say let's, that. Pa- let's pass a law. Listen, you get arrested 50 freaking times. You, you are a danger to society. You may end up murdering somebody. He should be in Let's a mental be... health institution. No, he should okay. be in a mental health institution for life. That's it, maybe. Maybe right, that's I'll, it. I'll, I mean... I'll go with that. Okay, let's just get him off the streets. But if he d- does manage to avoid a mental institution and racks up, I don't know, let's say uh, arbitrary, 25 arrests or 25 convictions, let's, let's execute him, okay? Let's get him out of here. Let's pass a law that says you can execute somebody with 25 convictions. 25, uh, uh, let's say half of them will be misdemeanors. Half, I, I'm just spitballing. I'm, I'm, I'm so angry that, uh, you know, that it causes me to say things like this. But uh, we got to get these people off the street or out of society some way, somehow. And, and you're right. It should be the mental institution and not the execution. But uh, it's apparently it's not it's not the mental institution. So let's go to the fallback position. Pass the law and say, you know, uh, execute them. Three strikes you're out is a law in, in a lot of states. They do life. I mean, they could easily uh, say uh, five strikes you're out, ten strikes you're out, and you, you deserve capital punishment. They could do that, and laws can be passed like that. I'm leaning towards these harsher laws because I'm so angry at what's happened to in in this city to this city in the past four or five years. It is is it's tragic is what, and these people are causing it, and they're out on the streets. And it's the same core group of people over and over and over again. Van Jones, uh, I don't think we have time to play, but anyway, he was on CNN. I won't play. And he was saying the Democratic Party has become a two-tier system where you have the extreme elite, and then you've got this lower level of people that are poor, and they rely on the government, and they're saying, we want reparations. And so he said the working middle class, the regular person, is getting left out. And those are the people that are going in droves to the Republican Party because they're sick and tired of this. You've got the weird up at the top, the liberal elite talking about, uh, you know, somebody's Lat- Latinx. Latinx, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I had that clip. Yeah. I didn't play it myself either. But yeah, yes, we, and, he talk, and he used the word weirdos. You, sa- you yes, sound like weirdos. Yes, yes. And he's right about it. that. The le- 
Go ahead. Do you want to play? Do we put? Do you want to play, play it? Play it. Go ahead. Quickly yeah, play, play it. Play it. Play it, Lou. Becoming a party of the very high and the very low. Uh, the, if, if you pull out the working class, you've got people who are very well educated and very well off. Those people talk funny. Latinx. I've never met a Latinx. I've never met a BIPOC. I've never met you know all this this is weird stuff that these highly educated people say is bizarre. Nobody talks that way at the barber shop, the nail salon, uh, the the the, uh, the grocery store, uh, the community center. But that's how we talk now. So that's weird. And then the people who are very low down on the economic ladder need a bunch of stuff. You wind up over-promising, oh, we're going to give you reparations to, to people at the bottom of the economic ladder, talking weird to appeal to people at the top of the economic ladder, and the working class walks away from you. That is the danger we're facing. Yeah, well, it's, a, it's a too late now for November, and that's why the Latinos are flocking, fleeing the Democrat Party. He's right about that. Uh, so anyway, Lydia, another terrific report. Thank you for it. Uh, check you out tonight at 5 o'clock. That's right. Go Cats ahead. at Night, John Katz Matiti Show. You never know who we'll have on. And we talk about the real issues that matter to everybody, regular people, jam-packed in that one hour, Cats at Night, John Katz Matidi's, where we stand for truth and nothing but the truth. So help us, God. Cats at Night. It really, it's a great hour, 5 o'clock, Cats at Night. Thank you, Lydia. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.